I have a legitimate question to ask you. Okay. <laughs> it's on brand because I feel like the only questions I've asked you the past like three weeks have been about Twitch. Because <laughs> I don't yeah. get it. Um, okay. But what is Among Us and why is AOC playing it and why should I care? I guess that's Ooh, three okay, questions. So... <laughs> uh, we are definitely keeping this in so that we can we can teach all the all of our listeners about what's going on. Um, is it those weird colored people that I see on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Among Us is a video game. Oh, well, that that uh, much I got. Is, <laughs> that much is clear. Um, it is a game that came out probably two years ago, but like a hundred people played it. And then for some reason, I think it was probably a Twitch streamer just started playing it one night and it blew up. Like it became the most uh, purchased game on Steam, which is the I know what Steam like is app store. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> I played Portal. Yeah, one and two. All right, <laughs> so I know what Steam <laughs> is. Heck yeah. They were. It's just blown up. It's like it's huge right now. It's okay. it's a lot of fun, and it, it and it's on mobile and it's free, so you don't really oh. have to be a a gamer to play it. So like. It's gotten a lot of my friends who aren't gamers to play with us. Like all my gamer friends are also playing it, but then like the rest of our friend group is also in on it for like the first time. And it's on your phone. So yeah, so you, it can be you can play it on computer, which is where I play it. But you, it's also a mobile app, and okay. people on mobile can play with people on PC. There's like no, everyone can play with anyone. So then AOC was like she's she said a, probably a week or so ago uh that she wanted to stream on twitch and that blew up and people were like oh my god because <laughs> she's talked about how like she used to play league of legends a lot a lot and um she's a she she plays games she's a she's a gamer she's one of us <laughs> and uh she a couple days ago she put out a tweet like hey who wants to who wants to Twitch stream with me? And a bunch of like the biggest Twitch streamers uh, put their hat in, uh, and they just played. And then Ian I- Ilhan I- Omar, the other oh yeah yeah cool senator yeah yeah um, <laughs> of- she jumped in. <laughs> There's two. <laughs> There's two. <laughs> uh, she jumped in and she was playing, uh, and it was it had over four hundred I think four hundred and fifty thousand peak concurrent viewers so That's people cool. watching live yeah, yeah um which is the third most or like the third biggest twitch stream ever okay well see i was confused i texted you earlier this week about twitch because mm-hmm. i got an account mm-hmm. because a podcaster i like does like weekly comedy shows okay yeah and i was like okay i'm into I, I, that i can get behind but it's yeah. like like, I didn't know that the videos stayed there, and then you can just watch them. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 like YouTube. Re- it's yeah, <laughs> it's live at the start, but then there are vods of what happened. But live. but can't you also do that on YouTube? Yes, and I think it it's just about like what the focus is. Like the focus for YouTube is uploading pre-made videos. Whereas Twitch, the focus is the live streaming stuff, and then the the video on demand is kind of an afterthought. 
Okay. So they they do both do a lot of the same things. It's just where they kind of focus their. Okay. Yeah. Well, this was enlightening. Yeah, Twitch is great. Twitch is weird. I've watched people cook burritos. I've watched people uh, play piano. Just like we should do a we should record a podcast. Episode I've watched it many on like tons of people record their podcasts live um, on Twitch. We should do something a, we could. We, we should could do try. a mini episode. There'd be four people. Who <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my actual Twitch streams. Yeah. No, we should start doing mini episodes because Alyssa uh, Aliki texted me, um, our guest from last episode, and said that mm-hmm. she finished uh, the Good Place and wanted to talk to you about it. I was like, oh. you guys should do a mini episode without me. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Like a point five. Like Lion King yeah, one yeah. and a half. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the best mm-hmm. Lion King? Quite possibly. Honestly, <laughs> probably. Is there a, There's a Lion King too, right? Mm-hmm. I have no memory of it. It's it's good. It's it's still good. It's well, then just not my ranking Lion goes King. Lion King <laughs> one and a half. Well, okay. Lion King one and a half and Lion King one are, are like tied. One and a half is like funny and Lion King is like, it's like deep. Right. Well, in one and a half, it's it's one and a half, but it doesn't happen in between one and two. It happens during one. It's actually yeah. It, so it, it should be Lion King point five. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then Lion King two, which which again, remember, I don't remember at all. And then in last right. ca- place is the Lion King live action. <laughs> yeah. Doing the biggest air quotes because it's not live action. That is all computers. But you know what? Didn't use a single computer to make. Was it Psycho? Psycho. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't, I doubt but it. 1960. We'll get into that. Yeah, I can't imagine they were using any computing technology. But this is Film Schooled. I am Tyler. You are Courtney. Correct. <laughs> I was on a roll. <laughs> and then I tripped. You paused in a weird way where I was like, does he want me to say my name or is he going to say it? Because the way he paused seems like he's about to say it, but I don't want to sit here. Ugh. You know, I'll cut out the pause. The same thing ran <laughs> through my mind as well. Well, I don't like to say my name. I'd prefer you to introduce me. <laughs> Noted. Great. Uh, but today we're talking about Psycho. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking the Alfred of, Hitchcock film. Speaking of computers, I think those opening credits were done on InDesign. Oh. On, yeah, <laughs> on Adobe InDesign. Yeah. That was like a joke. That's not that's InDesign. <laughs> I was like, Can you even animate in InDesign? <laughs> No, probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've used InDesign like once. It was terrible. Yeah, I'm a big Photoshop person. Photoshop, Premiere, and Audition are my... Photoshop? Venues. Yeah, Photoshop, Audition, Premiere. I love Lightroom. I don't think I've ever used it, but I feel like I would like it. Photo editing. It's fun times. Right. So it was released on September 8th, 1960. Again, computers were but a speck in the eye of God. When did ENIAC happen? What? That's the name of the first computer. I thought you were like a tech guy. <laughs> ENIAC? Yeah. <laughs> I I I'm I I remember learning about the first like supercomputer that was like took up a whole room or whatever. Is that ENIAC? I will say the only thing I remember from 
Um, I definitely spelled it wrong. Oh, no, I didn't. Um, 1946. Oh. Yeah. Um. So they were doing math. They were doing simple addition and subtraction. Well, of course they were doing math in the... <laughs> no, 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 on computers. No, it's like... Like computers, the first thing they could do was like... Add shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a calculator. Yeah, it was a big-ass calculator. The only thing I remember from, like, my seventh grade computer class, mm-hmm. and I only know it's seventh grade because of, like, the the building I was in, mm. feels very present to me. Sure. Um, it's right there. But was we learned, in my computer class, we learned Scratch. Um, maybe that's what they did. The is that is that a language, a computing language? Um, Scratch is like in like you make little, it's like animations almost. Oh, okay. You're like Neat. you program it to be like the ball bounces and then goes over here. Um, hmm. But so maybe that's what they did the opening credits on Scratch. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but we learned about the first computer and it was called ENIAC, and our teacher, who I don't even remember her name, had like a pretty like. Um, like shrill voice she was maybe bad but she'd go yak and then <laughs> so so it's burned into your memory yeah well and then it like was the running joke amongst the whole grade i feel like because everyone would mm. go yak yeah. although maybe that Kids was just mean. my group of friends <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the the opening credits happening right at the beginning was interesting like i right love away. the opening credits they're very it's it's tense like they're yeah I love the opening credits. Love them with the score. Also, the opening credits being like the text is splitting. The whole thing is about split personalities. Mm-hmm. Genius. Yeah. It what it did seem now, like in in modern day, it did seem like they were trying, like they were showing off a little bit. Probably. Like they were like, look at this shit. It's moving around. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's it's hype, but it's. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> Relax. I feel like that is Hitchcock's thing, though. It's like, look. <laughs> yeah, and and they had the budget to do it. Maybe they did use computers because they had eight hundred and six thousand dollars to work with. I was like, this was a small budget. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, a lot of. <laughs> I don't get humor. Um, a lot of the stuff I read was about how like no one wanted to give hit like Paramount didn't want to give Hitchcock the money to do this, so they were like. They <laughs> just lowballing him the whole time. Yeah, and so that's why it's in black and white, because oh. he like he was like it'll be cheaper to do in black and white, and sure. he didn't think that all the blood like they would let him do that in color, which I interesting like it in black and white. Um, yeah, I and then they didn't they barely paid him, and instead gave him like a points deal or like a backdoor deal where he got money on the like based on the box office he got like forty percent, so he ended up making like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so much more money because they expected it to fail um right but when i looked up the numbers like with inflation he made like 121 million dollars like by today's Jesus. standards that's so funny so funny <laughs> <laughs> that yeah that's that's great that i love stories like that especially i feel like older movies have those kinds of stories like yeah I now they like know today. better yeah no one gets points on a <laughs> yeah only uh robert downey jr for i was that's exactly Marvel where i was gonna stuff. go yeah runtime of an hour and 49 minutes near perfect i think it's i i would say so as well you know my ideal is 145 but i could deal right. with 
Yeah, the extra. The, the extra four minutes. I also love this minutes. movie. So, do they have end credits? I forget. Um, I bought it on YouTube, and I bought it on Apple. It didn't show me end credits, but I would assume there should be. But I think they showed all the credits at the beginning, though. Yeah, but I think you're. I think it was everyone. I think contractually, you're supposed to show them twice. Hmm. But speaking of the blood, it was rated R. I, but again, I think we talked about this before. I don't think the MPA, um, MPIA rules came into effect. So I think that might be like a... like Retroactively. Uh, yeah, retroactively. That's what I was looking what for. What it would have been? Yeah. Or not even what would have been. I see. Like, if you're buying the movie today, what is it rated? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Are there any fucks? No. God, no. In 1916. I was going to say. I don't know why it's rated R because there's not like... Even the blood in the bathtub, because it's in black and white, is sometimes hard to see. Like, they've got blood, like, going down the drain. Yeah. And I'm like, that looks like water, dude. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, and also, like, you don't actually see, like, there's not, like, special effects or any of that the sort of thing. never goes you, in her. You never see the knife go in her. But that was also because the, like, standards people were losing their goddamn minds. And Yeah. Wasn't this the first toilet? Yes. I there wrote that. Is. I was like, and it's it's so, like, pointless. <laughs> like, it's such <laughs> yeah, a plot to... device. I mean, I... Oh my god! And then and I had forgotten so, about it too. And then I was—I think I wrote in my notes. I was like, "You can't subtract seven hundred dollars from." <laughs> it's like <laughs> you can't subtract seven from forty. Yeah. I was like, "Why is she writing it down?" Because I'd forgotten that they find it at the end. But then at the end, it's not even needed either because <laughs> literally they find the paper. It's like, "Oh, we subtracted this from forty. We know she was here." And then yeah. Sam goes, "We already knew she was here." <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the dumbest. <laughs> yeah, I said forty thousand dollars piece of paper, big stretch. Like, yeah. First of all, she flushed it on the toilet. It's not like it's gonna back up and like one little piece is like not gonna make it down the drain and like float back up to the top. <laughs> That's not how toilets work. I I'm not disagreeing with you. It's <laughs> like what a. Yeah. I also was like, why is she? She can't do math. Is this because women are stupid? But then, but then, but then, do you want to, do you want to talk about uh, Hitchcock for a little bit? Oh, I don't know. You've got, you've got history with this man. Yeah, we go way back. <laughs> um, I mean, this is our second Hitchcock movie. True. Uh, we did Rear Window. I like this so much more than Rear Window. Same. I'm trying to think of what I could say that I didn't say at the last episode. Also, I don't remember what I said the last time, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Should I go into why I picked this movie? Is that what you're getting at? Uh, sure. Well, this is our spooky Halloween episode that'll That's... come out after Halloween. Yeah. Um, we we can talk more about American politics at the end, and that'll be really what makes it spooky. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. That's the next episode. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> how dare you? But this is our spooky Halloween episode. I hate scary movies and i hate horror movies and so this was like my compromise of an, a scary movie i'd actually watched <laughs> so hold on hold on hold on so <laughs> i hate scary movies i can't stand them so you know what i did in college i took a class <laughs> on hitchcock i took a class on just hitchcock i didn't here's the thing i did not have a choice <laughs> i didn't have a choice because the filmmakers class the last oh god you had to take a, a class on a filmmaker. I took Hitchcock because the time that they had, um, they only offered it like every other year or something stupid. And mm -hmm. so I think I was maybe studying abroad the last time they offered it. Mm. 
I don't know, studying abroad fucked up my whole schedule and I had to take like four independent studies in one <laughs> semester, which was just like, a class with me and a professor. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> also, though, to my point, I was supposed to take a genres class and the only one they were like, we're either going to do horror or musicals. And they had us vote. And of course, I voted for musicals. I was like, what a dream. And horror <laughs> won. <laughs> and I told Dwayne, I was like, I'm not doing it. I can't. I was like, I will take any substitution. <laughs> and so I took a class at Tri-C over the summer. Oh, nice. That ended up just being film history. And they were all non-film majors. And I, <laughs> the oh, professor no. was like, <laughs> we would just like submit papers. And he'd be like, your paper's really good. I'm like, yeah, because it's like a paper I've written four times at this point. <laughs> anyway, I hate horror movies. <laughs> and But I think Hitchcock's more suspense. So I think it's fine. Yeah, it does. I we're not into it, but I feel like it does kind of follow not not tropes, not like a not like a um. Well, it does follow the time rule. It's it's a short movie, and horror movies have to be short because you can't. I, horror and comedies are interesting because they have to to keep people's attention and to keep the like energy up you have to be short and you kind of have to follow a formula a bit yeah to but a, i think that's extent. like such bullshit because like you know what's really boring dramas <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i don't want to sit through a straight drama which i don't even think there are straight dramas i think genre is a construct that we all need to move away from <laughs> yeah i don't think I genre that. is real it's like inside out. Oh my god. We we only have the the regular emotion memories. We got to oh, we got to yeah. have the mashup memories. Right, right. A lot of the reviews I looked at referred to this as like the original slasher film because he slashes. I think it's one of the first like <laughs> like scary movies that was like aggressively violent. Okay. Um, sure. And also beyond that one of the first to not have like a monster, like it was a person. Mhm. Mm like, it was so, hmm. it was, like, realistic. Like, there might have been, like, really violent movies or, like, scary movies, like, The Thing or whatever. Um, right. But those all were, like, there is a, a make-believe monster who's committing these acts, not, like, a real person. Right. And that's what makes it scarier, I think. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Aspect ratio, quick quick aside, uh, 1.85 to 1. Pretty, pretty standard. Uh, I think, is that the same as last week? Yeah. Probably. And then 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. so Good score. Yeah, very good score. Uh, horror, really hard to please. Just like comedies and musicals, I feel like horror is sometimes underrated, but also there is a lot of shit horror out there. Like a lot. Because, because horror has the weird dilemma of the third act uh, where once the mystery is, is gone. solved how like once like there's no suspense anymore and a lot of the times horror movies end like the horror movie the the whole movie can be good and then the third act just kind of falls apart because the the horror falls apart the scare factor goes away what's well, so i think like good horror movies need to be like the third act is when like one mystery solved but a whole nother one comes up or like yeah like in this i think when Alcatraz guy, I don't remember his name. Um, the the um detective the PI. Um Oh, yeah. 
I'm going to refer to him as Alcatraz. When he dies, like when he goes missing and then the other two come in, like when they find out that Mrs. Bates is dead. Yeah. Like that kind of creates a whole new like round of shit for everyone. Yeah. It's it's crazy how they they essentially kill the main character in 40 minutes in. Yeah. It's the that's why I love this movie. I yeah. think it's so, and sm- then it's so, smart. and then he kind of like uh, Psycho, his his name. Norman Bates, Norman Bates becomes our protagonist, sort of, like at least that's who we're following, right? I don't because... even think so. I think like Alcatraz and then the other two are more the protagonists. Like I think it kind of switches well, off of like we're like because we're not really following Norman that much besides him putting the car in the swamp. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's it, it's cool how it's ambiguous as to who really is right. the main character of this movie. It's just kind of a story about a group of people. Yeah, who've all been wrapped up in this weird, crazy thing. That's why I love this movie because it has like the best like MacGuffin of all time. <laughs> yeah, um, which like MacGuffin is like a Hitchcock term of something that you're focusing on that doesn't actually matter. Like, it's like a distraction or a red herring. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, it's the $40,000. Yeah. <laughs> because you are that you spend the first, like, third of the movie being like, oh, it's about this woman who stole this money, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And then it's like, no, it's not. It, it That doesn't matter at all. Like, yeah. after she, like, is murdered, and I'll have a lot to say about that scene, um, <laughs> it, the camera, like, pans and, like zooms over to the forty thousand dollars on her nightstand and it's like kind of a fuck you from hitchcock <laughs> yeah because like, it it's, doesn't matter anymore guess what it, that never mattered that was never yeah. what this story was about yeah which is cool because i wrote down like like this story didn't have to be about norman bates like the the movie that that would have happened had she just gone to a different motel that night probably would have also been an interesting movie you know what i mean well, and I think just it like woman been... on the run from yeah and i think it would have been a more like typical hitchcock movie like it would have been like north by northwest or like um sure stranger on the train like those kind of like mistaken identity things yeah but when it takes that turn and a lot and i feel like a lot of horror movies do that now where they set up a premise and then it gets flipped on its head by something else by the actual horror element well in this movie like like i think this movie's this movie is like still scary like maybe mm-hmm. not as much now that i know it so well like i know exactly when like all the murders are gonna happen but mm-hmm. like when i first saw it <laughs> it scared the shit out of me and i watched it in class and i think and i'm like i really again i really i can't stress this enough i hate horror movies <laughs> <laughs> I hate the, like, I hate being scared. It's actually my least favorite um, sensation, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also really bad. Like, I, like, I do, like, jump. Like, even mm-hmm. if I'm in a movie and something loud happens, like, I'll jump. <laughs> and yep. I also, like, scream. Like, I'll make a noise. Um, <laughs> and so I watched this in class and it was just, like, a nightmare because. Yeah, <laughs> trying not to. <laughs> yeah, and I still, f- I found it to be, like, I watched it in freshman year. Um I found it to be terrifying. Still trying to make friends. Still trying to make friends. 
<laughs> I remember I lived in a suite with um a lot of our Who's friends that? with yeah and I would go <laughs> Who's that girl jumping in the front of the classroom at Psycho? Um but what, what I went home I went home and I actually sat in the back of the classroom, I'll have you know. <laughs> Which is pretty shocking for my personality, but <laughs> but it was one of those rooms that went down. So like you mm-hmm. enter to the back and then you'd have to walk to the front and I was like, I don't want to walk in front of people. So um I sat mm. in the back. Wait, was it one of the terraced rooms though? Yeah, it was Cam two oh five. Yeah, yeah. Where all the film classes are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I sat in the back too. Yeah, because I didn't want to walk down the steps. Well, it for me it was more I want because I'm a uh snob. You wanted I, to be on I your wanted, computer. No, I wanted the oh. mo- I wanted the screen to be at eye level. Oh, yeah, otherwise you'd be like looking up. Like I didn't want to look up That's fair. or or look down either. So I was like two rows down, I think. But anyway, I went home after watching Psycho and we also watched it for our Halloween show or like class, which I think was on Halloween. I think like class fell on October 31st. Oh. And oh um we went <laughs> I came home and was like scared to shower. <laughs> Oh, no. And then it took, like, weeks, months. It took a very long time before I stopped thinking about Psycho every time I showered. Like, (laughs) even it just, like, popping in my head. Because we had, like, just a plain white shower curtain because we were in, like... (laughs) A dorm? A dorm. So, um, thought about it constantly. And now that I've watched it, that's... I I think it's going to start again (laughs) for a bit. (laughs) Right. For a bit, I'll get over it. Yeah, yeah. It it definitely has some like old timey stuff that makes you like laugh when you're not really supposed to laugh, or yeah. like roll your eyes like oh geez. But otherwise, yeah, I, I do feel like it. It does keep the the scariness to it. I think there are things that are so like simple that it just mm-hmm. holds up so well, like. I, like I wrote, like the fact that you can see the silhouette when she's in the shower through the shower curtain. Yeah, Jesus, that's terrifying. <laughs> that that's probably the most like the scene itself of him stabbing mm-hmm. her, um, or sorry, spoilers of the mother <laughs> stabbing. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> it that part like the the act itself wasn't very scary to me because I was just focused on like this doesn't look like he's actually stabbing her yeah there's a lot of cuts going on (laughs) oh i think the cuts are Um, impressive though yeah there's 52 cuts yeah like yeah it's a lot the but so that really wasn't scary to me but the what was like actually like got my heart racing a little bit was him approaching yeah it's terrifying i mean that's actually oh should we just talk about the shower scene (laughs) Well, let's well, let's let's talk about the cast and uh, okay. uh, Oscar stuff. So, what's his name who played Norman Bates? Oh, Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins. Oh, all right, I know I said we were not gonna get sidetracked, but uh, but Anthony Perkins <laughs> went on. So 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 uh, we're on his his IMDb here, real quick. He would go on to star in. Psycho 2, Psycho 3, and Psycho 4, The Beginning. 
Yeah. Okay. I have some things to say. <laughs> so and this like completely. The fact that these existed was baffling to me. I have seen parts of Psycho 2 because we watched it in our Hitchcock class and it is the opposite of Psycho. It's so bad. It's like, it is so unbelievably gory that I left the room and sat outside till it was done when we were watching it in class. <laughs> and he he started to, to direct them too. Yeah, so he was like quoted in some some article, I guess, being like, it completely, like, like the the movie was so popular and that character was so popular and no one had any, ever seen anything like it that like that was defined his whole career. Hmm. And then he said, having known that, he still would have taken the original role. He was like, I would have done it. I would do it again. Yeah, he's so yeah, good to, in it. Yeah, yeah. To be in a movie like that. Oh yeah, crazy. Um, and then it's Vera Miles as Lila Crane, who's the sister. Um, John Gavin as Sam Loomis, who is the guy Marion's having an affair with. And Janet Lee as Marion Crane. Is it just screen time? Why they're... Yeah, I the think so. Two of them are higher? Okay. I think so, but I think in the credits, it, it said, and Janet Lee. As Marion oh. Crane, I think she was credited like less, like last. Yeah. Um, and then Martin Balsam as Milton Arbogast. Arbogast. Arbogast, yeah, yeah, Alcatraz. That's, uh, detective. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I didn't get that. I thought you were saying he was like from Alcatraz. Or no, I from couldn't think San of what Francisco his dumb name was. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also not listed here, but Patricia, um, Hitchcock is in this movie oh really she plays the other secretary the one that like really? is offering her tranquilizer she's so funny um she's hilarious yeah, i was like that so that's his wife no that's his daughter his daughter okay. yeah and the one who's like um he was flirting with you he must have seen my wedding ring <laughs> yeah which i thought was a like a was that a dig at her <laughs> like at his daughter i think so she's so she's been in a few <laughs> of his movies I, I didn't realize that was her until I looked it up, but I was like, she's so funny and so awkward, and if I were cast in this movie, it would be, yes, that part. <laughs> yeah. And then for Oscars, uh, Janet Janet Lee, who played Marion. It's Marion. It's not Marianne. Marion. It's Marion. Like, M-A-R-I-O-N. Marion. That's, like that's like a boy's name. No, how dare you? That's my grandma's name. Like, with an I-O? Mm-hmm. That's an I've old lady named Marion. Is that? Huh. That is my great grandma's name. Maybe I'm crazy. I feel I've heard Marianne, but Marion. I always thought was a guy's name. Guess not. Uh, best director, Alfred Hitchcock. Lose, lost. <laughs> I think. There, did it get any? No, the, it was nominated for four. Zero, zero wins. <laughs> Again, right. Hitchcock never won an Oscar. Oh, Lord. Uh, best cinematography for black and white film uh, to John L. Russell, and then best art direction slash set decoration for a black and white film uh, that was accredited to Joseph Hurley, Robert Clatworthy, and George Milo. Yeah. So another thing about like this movie in particular, but I think a lot of Hitchcock movies, um, was that people were so mad at the subject matter <laughs> that like. 
they thought it was way too dark they thought it was way too like oh. um gory and explicit that like sure i'm shocked it was even nominated <laughs> but like um walt disney refused to let hitchcock film at a park for a later movie because of psycho oh lord he was like no you made like whatever and that's why like it didn't get any money and they weren't expecting it to do well and people were people like loved the film like after it came out Mm -hmm. like audiences but they were legitimately shocked and horrified and um apparently you could hear screams from outside the theater while they were doing showings (laughs) uh i remember mitchell yeah our our teacher friend of the show uh talking about because he went to see psycho as a young person um in theaters and uh yeah he said it was like the most horrifying thing he had ever seen and it like changed how people thought of horror movies and yeah i think at the time it was like it was so controversial and like if you there's so many um like hitchcock scholars and stuff that like there are so many books written just about the making of psycho um Mm -hmm. like i said my professor wrote a book just on the shower scene of psycho um which is insane there's a documentary just on the shower scene in psycho that's called (laughs) it's called like 7854 which is there were 78 camera setups and or 52 maybe and 52 cuts um in that scene which is insane yeah and like they didn't want him to show any blood and that was a fight with the um studio and then they didn't want him to show the outline of her body because they thought that was too um explicit and sexual oh well he got past that yeah uh they didn't want him to show the toilet (laughs) they thought that was indecent yeah (laughs) um he originally didn't want any music in the shower scene he wanted it to be silent oh and just to have the sounds of him yeah which were done with um a knife and a watermelon that's how they made the sounds which is kind of gross if you think about it they're just stabbing (laughs) watermelons sound design like those sound design studios are so fun yeah so fun to like watch videos though yeah (laughs) because it's just like people like stepping on sand with like like uh bamboo on their feet or like (laughs) you know yeah it's like like, how did you figure this out (laughs) yeah and then bernard um herman who was the composer for the majority of hitchcock's movies played him like his scoring for that scene and hitchcock Mm -hmm. was like nope you're right (laughs) (laughs) this should be scored oh god it's it's so creepy (laughs) but um also i think the um blood was like chocolate syrup to make it darker that's what they used for blood thicker well yeah in in black and white yeah to make it like to make it stand out even more like it would be darker than ketchup like on black and white. right like it would come out i'm just saying for, the, darker... for this film that's what they used i don't know about other stuff that's fun i like that yeah <laughs> but it, i feel like what what do you think <laughs> what do you think would happen if a, this movie came out today i don't know because i feel like it would still get bad press but for different reasons i think it would be more about its handling of mental illness yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah that's fair but i also think like it wouldn't be that if it came out today like we know so much more now 
True. True. I think it only works because of the time it came out. Yeah. Um, but it's also yeah, like true. based off of a book about like a real murderer. Oh yeah. yeah. Hmm. I did not know that. So there's that. But yeah, the end like explanation always like when there's that that psychologist just trying to get a sag <sighs> card, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I hate this. I that was the worst. I said because um, I feel like we get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went on for ten minutes just talking about like, uh, shit we already know. Yeah, I mean, I guess he was explaining that, but like, I think at the time people were probably like that was a huge reveal, and people probably didn't know and were confused and like sure, needed right. that. But I was he like was such not a... into it. <laughs> Like even the character, I felt like that. Like I hated him. He was being such an egotistical like son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get get off it, dude. Yeah, I wasn't into him. Yeah, uh, and then he said, um, uh, the one guy was like, so he's a transvestite, and, and the psychiatrist is like, no, this is what a transvestite is, and I was like, is that what a transvestite is? Again, nineteen <laughs> sixty. <1960. laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Ugh. Um. Well, that was the other thing about Anthony Perkins is that like no, uh, like people weren't weren't gonna take the role because they didn't want to be dressed as a woman. Oh Lord. Nineteen sixty, nineteen fifty nine, probably when they made this, fifty eight or fifty nine, like when they shot it. But <laughs> right, crazy. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be more like they didn't want to get, they didn't want to be seen as someone with mental illness illness no but he does he does play like the uh like the awkward self-conscious when, when he stutters when he's talking to the cop yeah. oh yeah Ooh. i will say the scariest part of this movie is like the last scene when he's like sitting in the the vo yeah that's <laughs> mom not even that though the, the fact there's like a split second where they yeah. cross over like they um Lay like the yeah. the film on top of each other, and you see his face with like the taxidermied mom under yeah. it. Oh, it's so yeah. creepy! And I had a film textbook <laughs> once that had that shot, that still <laughs> as the cover. No, not as the cover, but just like a oh huge print of it in the book. And I'd always end up flipping to that page and being like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> like yeah. opening the book, like God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's. It was cool because it they're transitioning to um, them pulling the car out mm-hmm. of the of the lake or the swamp. swamp, and it's like one or two frames, like in between that transition. That yeah, it's so fast, but it's so creepy. Yeah, it's pretty good. The the I felt like the um, the pulling the car out of the swamp was a little bit unnecessary. Because, like, I feel like they were just doing... Because they were all still so obsessed. Like, all the all these rich-ass white people were so obsessed with getting the money back. <laughs> I was just going to say, wouldn't it have been funny if the um her boss... The money wasn't in there. If, no, if Marion's boss was just, like, standing there being like, Oh, I get my 40. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I yeah. get my money back. Right. There was the part in the beginning when she's... So she steals the money from her boss for, for no mm-hmm. apparent reason. Um, well, we do get the setup of like the boyfriend's gonna live in a 
shack for the rest of his life and he's all sad about it yeah okay but like because figure it out dude because he's married and he'd have to pay alimony (laughs) that's what he's saying is that if he leaves his wife he can't afford it because he'll have to pay like spousal support and alimony and yeah yeah (laughs) but i i always like i don't know for some reason when i watched it this time that didn't feel as like concrete as to why she was stealing it Mm. um Mm -hmm. But she also does it kind of on a whim, so maybe she doesn't have a thought-out plan. Right. Um. But when she's driving and she sees her boss and she looks up, I, like, jumped. I yeah. was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, she- um, and he he has a funny reaction, though, like a not really realistic He, like, reaction. waves at her, and then he's like, wait a minute. Do I know that person? Hmm. Who is that? And, like, does a slow turn back to, like... And then later he says... um. He's like, I saw her after work. Or I saw she left work early. And she goes, now that you mention it, I did see her driving. And I was like, bitch, you knew. Yeah. Like, you made eye contact. You remember. Like, it was very apparent. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about the scene when, okay, so when she first meets Norman. Yeah. Okay. There. In the, in the office. Or in yeah. The, like, the front desk. Yeah. Where she's, like, signing her name. She gives him a false name. Mm-hmm. When... I thought, I think, okay, this is the part that, like, always confuses me, Mm -hmm. is how can she hear his mom's voice? Because I was Way up in the house? Well, not even that, but, like, is he doing an impression? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's a good one, because that's a different person. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to, I was going to... I was going to do some research and uh, look up, like, if it was actually him doing the voice. I can't imagine it's at the beginning. I thought like maybe like it was close enough to where I was like, hmm. But then some of the stuff at the end, I was like, that's a woman. That is that's a, a yeah. That's a, and I guess also that's an older woman. Hitchcock had all woman. of the bass removed from his audio tracks, from Anthony Parkins' audio tracks, so he would sound like a teenager. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, he did sound young. Yeah, for sure. So he would sound kind of like insecure, like awkward teenage teenage mm-hmm. boy like um how old was norman bates supposed to like 20s like 20 i would say so yeah like 27 like old like older 20s because i would say like 26 and three quarters yeah yeah <laughs> that's just a ballpark because it did it said 10 years ago that that's when the thing happened with his mom and stepdad right well, Which I had a question about how how did he get away with that? Because there was no um there was you know how there's no medicine? <laughs> there mm. was also no police work. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like the John Mulaney Yeah, joke. exactly. <laughs> oh, with the blood. Like find a pool of the killer's blood. Clean that up. Gross. Gross. Pick it up. <laughs> back to back to my hunch. <laughs> no, back to my hunch. Um <laughs> uh the thing that I found weird is that I feel like now the lore around this is that there was some sort of, like, abuse going on between the mom and Norman. Have you watched Bates Motel? That's why. Like, because Bates Motel takes it as it's, like, like she's sexually abusing him, right? I think. I've not I have not seen it, Bates but that's Motel. what the, like, like, I was kind of expecting them to say that. Hmm. And then they did it. And I was like, well, of course they did. And it was 1960. Like, they couldn't take it that far. <laughs> but. Yeah. 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 It did, like the the explain as much as i hated the explanation <laughs> from the psychiatrist uh it did kind of uh explain his relationship with his mother 
uh, a little bit better. Yeah, and I like that it put a solid, like, he did kill his mom. Like, yeah. 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 I, what happened to his dad? Oh, I think he super killed his... Oh, his dad dad? Yeah, like his, his real dad, dad? dad. I don't know. I want, I... Do they... I don't know if they even mentioned... They just say he died, and then they became real close. Oh, right. Yeah, when he was real young. Yeah, when he was... Like, super when he young. Was young. And then grew up with just mom, and then when new boyfriend came around that's when he kind of yeah he like snapped he couldn't handle it yeah um but what i wanted to say about the scene where she he's like giving her sandwiches and they're in the parlor with the birds with those taxidermy birds yeah so he says i can make you some dinner and she goes okay and then he says sandwiches and milk (laughs) and i feel like that should have been her first sign that he was a murderer like (laughs) i mean this so seriously if a grown ladies <laughs> ladies gentlemen anyone if a grown man <laughs> drinks milk like straight milk he's probably gonna kill you <laughs> <laughs> i find that so like repulsive <laughs> courtney i drink milk oh my god <laughs> like you'll drink like a glass of milk yeah. It, why? Because my personal trainer said it's a good source of extra protein and calories. <sighs> <laughs> well, that's just not right. I've never killed anything bigger than a fly. Okay, the way you said that sounded real convincing. I'm <clears throat> All right, sorry, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, take two. I've never killed anything bigger than a fly. Okay. I can do a third option if you want no i'm i think we're gonna go in a different (laughs) direction but thank you for coming in (laughs) um no i think like adults who drink milk are weird (laughs) well i don't think sorry about it i don't think humans are supposed to drink milk i think everyone's lactose intolerant (laughs) i've never had trouble with milk lucky you or or like dairy in general one time lactate um responded to my tweet (laughs) <laughs> wow <laughs> and i ran into my into my kitchen i was at home at the time and i was like mom dad <laughs> i've made it lactate has responded um <laughs> but yeah i think i think him drinking milk and offering her milk is weird and he comes well, out with I a picture very... of milk and i'm like <laughs> and also he says i'm gonna make you dinner and then he says sandwiches, which, not dinner. And then... And then it's they're just, wrapped in plastic. No, not even that. It's just a piece of, like, like sliced bread with, like, one <laughs> piece of cheese on it. Yeah, so this is... I I have a feeling we're, we're going to agree on this one. People... I grew up eating sandwiches like any other kid. But my my parents would make them with a good amount of ingredients yeah like like enough where the bread doesn't look like it's touching the other bread but she you know but I mean? she like only had one there's some stuff in there yeah she only had one piece of bread and then on top of it was like a slice of cheese just one slice of cheese that's not even a sandwich i i'm aware <laughs> but i was like this is the most upsetting part of this whole movie 
<laughs> well, okay. So back to it though. I think it's intentional to be like that. Like it's a kid's meal. Like he still eats like a child. Oh, okay. He still talks like like he's he's twenty seven or whatever twenty six and three quarters. Thank you. <laughs> and um, he still sounds like a teenager. It, like exactly. like I think they're making I think they're making intentional. <clears throat> okay, so. Typically, milk in a sandwich is a very like kid kind of lunch. Like that's what you get. I haven't. I haven't. At school, I, I haven't like drank milk. Like had a like had a, a sip of milk in ten years. Actually, that's pretty conservative. Fifteen years. Yeah. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> and then he brings out a pitcher, and I was like, "Is there milk okay, in that the, pitcher?" Okay, the pitcher. Yeah, the pitcher's weird. The pitcher's super I was like, weird. Is there milk in there? I would leave. I'd be like, I don't feel safe at this motel. <sighs> Bringing it in a pitcher seems like he milked it right into the pitcher, like he got it from the cow. Yeah. <laughs> there seemed like a weird noise. I was like, is someone coming into my apartment? Ooh, no, I don't think so. I feel confident that I closed my door. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we agree drinking milk is gross. Um, mm -hmm. But then the best line of the movie is when he says a boy's best friend is his mother. Ugh. <laughs> Every time I've heard that that line, I've gone ooh. <laughs> he really sells, like especially that scene. I mean, I think he some of the best acting that he does is that scene. Yeah, I'm also just like, why would you agree to, <laughs> to anything? To anything, but to like eat dinner with him. Well, I think I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm implying all this, mm -hmm. but I feel like it seemed like she knew pretty from the beginning that he had something going on. Okay. Like <clears throat> mentally and she was being sympathetic. Okay. Like I think she, I think she really like See cuz I, I didn't know. get It seemed to me like she was being nice. I like, I didn't like, get that she was just being nice until like she hears the mom because then she is like mm -hmm. oh i'm sorry she talked to you like that mm -hmm. and stuff yeah so like that but she has agreed to eat dinner with him before this well i think he he already he starts to put off vibes pretty early in their conversation um and the fact that he won't like um uh when he 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 won't mention the bathroom Oh and she yeah, has and to she say says the bathroom. word the bathroom. Yeah, and he's like, mm-hmm, that. <laughs> Which makes I me think, think like she starts to get it. What happened in the bathroom? We'll have to watch Bates Motel. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> it's got that one kid in it, Freddie Highmore. Yeah, and then the mom isn't the mom mom Vera Farmiga. Yes, right from one of my favorite movies, Up in the Air. Oh, fun. George Clooney. 
but yeah, I don't know. I got I got the idea that she was being. I guess that nice makes because sense because she knew. I guess that does. She knew something that tracks. Else. But I, one of the things I wrote down pretty early on. <laughs> one of the thing, uh, one of the things I wrote down really early on was, you think she's racist? Who'd know? There's not a, there's not a non-white person in this movie. I was thinking that as well. Really? I was thinking that when the cop was like staring at her, being real cis, like when she spends the night in her car, and then the cops following her. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, imagine if this was a person of color. <laughs> <laughs> like this. Um, if he's this aggressive. Yeah, yeah, he's he was. I mean, she I kind of get it because she was really acting square. She was like, what do you mean, officer? I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's cool. It's chill. It's cool. Like she was acting like <laughs> strung out. Are you, are you on drugs? <laughs> what if he had been like, have you been doing blow? <laughs> <laughs> i'm not mad i just want you to give me some <laughs> uh when she's driving in the rain mm-hmm. you i mean i get it that it was like a thing of like filmmaking that they were trying to like they were probably on a stage oh definitely and like they had fake rain coming down yeah and no one was in the driver's seat and they were doing the windshield wipers <laughs> by hand you know with strings yeah, or whatever sure. <laughs> but um it looked like you could see nothing like it looked like undrivable it maybe it was and she was just going and then but like to a point where you can't see if you veered off the road and then she just kind of like happens up on the bates motel and she's like oh <laughs> are you saying okay are you saying women are bad drivers no I'm saying no one. I I'm saying no. That's the interesting. Best, I'm that's an interesting take. No, not again. <laughs> I'm saying we the best had... driver in the world couldn't. This is the first see. time in a while we haven't had a guest, so I can really like <laughs> lay into yeah, me. Stick it to you. <laughs> Although I guess uh, I could with our guests. I know them. But I knew them both very well. <laughs> um, they would. Luke would definitely join. In. Yeah, I feel. I was gonna say Luke. For sure, uh, Leaky maybe not because she doesn't know you as well. <laughs> but so w- yeah, women I are just, bad drivers, I just thought that... and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Bates Motel comes out of nowhere. Yeah, pretty crazy. I thought the opening scene was steamy. <laughs> for oh yeah, just coming through the window and yeah. This, uh, well, I thought that shot Den was of really sin. cool. <laughs> Den of sin. <laughs> This adulterous nightmare. Yeah. I didn't like the pan across the city. Oh, Because I it's just because it, like, it, it wasn't, like, a smooth. Oh. I liked like, it, it just kind of stopped. Into not stopped, the room. But it just kind of, like, paused. Yeah, no, that was cool. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. But the pan itself wasn't smooth. It would, like, stutter. Not stutter. I don't know what to, how to say it. But it would just kind of, like, I don't know. But yeah, then it zoomed in, and there's a chair right at the right at the window, mm-hmm. at like a, I don't know what kind of angle that is, but like we're not we're looking at the back of the chair. Oh, okay. But at like an angle. Okay. And it, it's the same angle. I don't know. I was reading into it too much, but it's the same angle we see the the mother at when. Oh, her. that's interesting. It's like the same position. So I was like, ah, chair. <laughs> yeah. See, I wrote down a much less um, 
necessary note, which was her her <laughs> bra seems like it'd be really difficult to clasp. I old bras. I was staring like at a, it, just being like, "What? How? What, how would? What the fuck is that?" <laughs> I was like, "How would you even begin?" It. <laughs> why? Why is it so pointy? Okay, well, I wasn't like staring at her rack, Tyler, but. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you brought it up. No, but the back of her bra when she's like um lying down, the clasp looked like it'd be really, really difficult. And I was just like, Elaborate, like I was like, I would, girlfriend, it's not worth it. I would turn <laughs> like, away. Like locking a door with like seven locks. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Different locks. Which is like the way it was clasped, like it just looked like it was clasped the opposite way of how they like usually are. Like it looks like mm. it clasped like vertically. And I was like, oh. well, boy, is that confusing. <laughs> oh, I said the way that he hesitates before um, picking up the room one key is such a cool yeah. little detail because it's like, that's kind of the moment he decides he's going to kill her. Yeah. Because I think that is the thing is once he starts to have like sexual feelings for her, he's like, I have to kill right. her because my mom wouldn't like yeah. that. I would love to go back and watch the scene that's like the front desk scene <clears throat> yeah like when she walks in the door so from when she walks into the door up until he grabs the key mm -hmm. to see like what she says or how he reacts to the things that she, she says. says yeah that would make him be attracted to her yeah well i think it is just like a physical i mean i think it might just be physical pretty. but because he has like a peephole in the parlor is. where he can look into room one which is why that's what he yeah. picks um which a fun fact <laughs> so they did a shot by shot remake of this movie i know starring vince vaughn for some reason as norman bates crazy and i think the only difference is that in that movie norman bates uh masturbates when he looks through the peephole that's like the okay. one artistic liberty they took. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what will really put this movie over the top? <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know, of all the things they couldn't do in the original, in terms of like <laughs> violence, you and know what America's been nudity? missing? Vince, Vince Vaughn <laughs> jerking <laughs> off, getting after it. <laughs> to so uh, who played Marion? Julianne Moore, maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. She was definitely in it. I don't know. So, so, so insane. Funny. Also, like, a shot-for-shot shot remake seems like the dumbest thing. Yeah. If you're going to remake a movie, you got to gotta put a modern... Twist on it? Or just some new insight, you know? <laughs> I wrote, is that a... <laughs> is that a goddamn pitcher of milk? <laughs> I think half of my notes are about milk. <laughs> so now that we're done with that, I don't really know where to go. <laughs> oh, she he says a son is a poor substitute for a lover. Uh, oh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe that's where Bates Motel got its uh yeah, I think there is, about... I guess, like, very subtle indications of that, but... Well, the fact that it's all based around his sexual 
drive. Right. That's fair. It's got to have something to do with mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Oh, I oh. So the part, I guess I'd never really like taken stock of the scene, but the part where we watch him clean the bathroom and get rid of the body is mm-hmm. so, was so creepy. Like it was very, like it hit me this time how weird and creepy that is that he just does it like, he doesn't really seem grossed out by it. Yeah, he does it like very much, meth- yeah, very like methodically and like he just seems like a serial killer and it's kind of insane. Yeah. He does, I mean, he reacts emotionally when he first sees everything. Yeah. Um, but then he kind of, he like takes a moment. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's two like, cleansing <gasps> breaths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he just gets, gets to work. That's what we used to say before when we would end my one improv class before we would. <laughs> before. And now you make up. Before you would, um, do your scene. They'd be like, do two cleans or like if you had a monologue or something, like do two cleansing breaths. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> These don't help. Then, oh, comedy's dead. Anyway, <laughs> uh, then then Arbogast shows up. Alcatraz. Well, well, yeah. Then all right, yeah, Alcatraz. Thank you. So Alcatraz, the, the first time we meet him is them hiring him, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was so confused for a second because I was like, is that the same cop? Like, is that the cop from the, the beginning? Because he just kind of goes away and there's no um, mm. real resolution to him or, like, point almost after she leaves the car dealership. Yeah. And he, he's out, it's out of his jurisdiction now. Yeah. And <laughs> she's like, I've crossed the state line. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing you can do. <laughs> um, but for a second, I was like, that's not the same guy. And you all, like, all, like, white men over 40 look the same (laughs) yeah which i've said like i that's how i felt in all about eve i couldn't tell any of them apart (laughs) (laughs) but um i was like is that no it's not what is it no oh it's alcatraz (laughs) okay (laughs) but it's like also so weird for them to introduce that like huge of a character right like he he pretty much takes over as the protagonist and then is killed like instantly And that's one of the scariest parts in the movie is his. Yeah. That always makes Again, me jump. Same same thing as uh, the shower scene, though, is the actual act, like him falling down the stairs. Well, yeah, that's not scary. That's ridiculous. I'm so distracted by how ridiculous that looks. That's not scary. But the scary part is it, it's like a traditional Hitchcock and now like a common horror movie thing of the camera is taking the perspective of the character so it's like a first point mm-hmm, the victim a first person camera um thing so we see his hand go like the camera's like where his face would be or whatever um sure like pointing towards the door and we see him going to open the door assuming that mrs bates or norman or whoever the murderer is, is going to be in that room and in it like as soon as he opens the door it's gonna like jump out at him mm-hmm. out at him but Right as he's opening the door, it cuts to a wide, and we see Norman come from the side, and that scares yeah. the shit out of me every time. <laughs> and I know what's happening. I'm like, he coming from the left. Like, all right, Courtney, <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Here we go. Here we go. You know what's gonna happen. I jump every time. I think that's such a like effective tool of like, yeah. just the way it works with the score and with the camera movements, and it comes from the fucking left. <laughs> <laughs> scares me every time. Yeah, I thought Alcatraz was pretty interesting because, well, him and Sam, 
Mm -hmm. Both of these guys go so quickly into interrogation mode. It's like relaxed. Let 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 you know when when um Alcatraz first gets there. Not for Sam. Yeah, for Alcatraz for sure, but not. But I think it's because Sam Sam goes warned them, or like Alcatraz warned Sam and. Yeah, and well, and Sam's pretty much got his mind made up that Norman right, or that the mom did it, that she's still there. But so, I think because they had that warning of him being like, "There's something going on here. She was definitely here," and there's something weird about Mm -hmm. the mom and the son. He's like, "Well, they," and then when Mm -hmm. they can't find Alcatraz, they're like. There's something weird yeah. going on, but Alcatraz, when he gets there, it's just like, "Hey, you son of a bitch!" Like, he's like, he's like one, <laughs> he's like one way that? of like pushing him up against the wall with his arm. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Norman's acting nuts because he's like, he's like, "Have you seen yeah. this girl?" And he's like, "Nope." He's like, "Well, why don't you look at the picture?" Sort of thing. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. you got him." <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Right away. He see he. I feel like uh, Norman holds it together pretty well at the very beginning of their him and Alcatraz mm-hmm. talking but there's there's definitely a moment where he he loses the thread and then he's Well because just he off. says no one's been here in weeks and then he says I turned on the light yeah. because a couple came a few days ago and they couldn't find it cuz the light was off yeah. and then he's like but you said no it's been here in weeks and that's yeah and that's when Norman kind of yeah flips that's when it flips and then also Alcatraz is like let me see your book yeah and Norman panics because he like that's the one clue he forgot to hide that yeah. she was there and pretty clever having a sample of her handwriting oh yeah I would I would not have thought to do that well you're not a private also, investigator <laughs> <laughs> true yeah uh also I don't think I've written down anything on a piece of paper in so long oh man I have a little notebook here that I'm writing my notes for the movie I'm writing Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> teaser <laughs> that I think is gonna start with voiceover, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> but as a, it's, but it's as a joke. Ah. Anyway. Comedy. <laughs> comedy is, guys. Let me tell you, not the time to go into comedy. <laughs> oh, I made so many mistakes. Anyway. Um, his, uh, he's really good at, um, like, the mannerisms too. Like, mm-hmm. he, d- did you notice him walking up the stairs? norman no god he walks like a weirdo there's like no upper body movement it's just all in the legs and he doesn't hold on to the railing it's very weird well then there's like that gray line where actress goes did you spend the night with her he's like no what and he like panics and he's like well then how'd you know she didn't make a phone call like he wasn't insinuating that they had like had sex and norman like freaks out but then when what's her name lila yeah when lila and sam come and they can't find alcatraz they go to the local like sheriff and are like mm-hmm. we can't we we think something's up and then he reveals that norman's mom died in a murder suicide with her lover like 10 years ago yeah and that's another uh john Mulaney joke <laughs> the that bathroom's been out of service for 40 <laughs> years and i wonder like i feel like i always knew that like it was the mom like even before i'd seen this movie like I feel like this this movie's just like such a part of culture oh, really? that I just knew. No, when I first saw it, I didn't know that he was the mom. I feel like I always knew that, but I wonder if it's like, well, I guess you can tell me, what, were you like surprised? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cause so watching the bathroom scene this time, you can definitely tell that it's yeah, him he's like in the wig he's very and like the robe. 
<laughs> yeah, that too. But the first time around, I mean, you just don't, unless you're like just super analytical, you don't notice stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch it. And I don't remember how I reacted to the fruit seller. Oh scene. God, I visceral reaction. I for sure jumped and screamed. <laughs> Maybe because like the, the sheriff, them talking to the sheriff and he's like, his mother's been dead for four or 10 years. When he says, well, if she's in the window, who's buried at the cemetery? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but like, I, 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 I think I figured it out in that scene. So the fruit seller scene okay. didn't get me maybe as much because. See, I even that knew she was dead and I, that away. scene still freaks me out. Yeah. I think it's so creepy when she turns around and it's like a like there's no eyes. Yeah. It's like almost the skeleton. It's just oh, like Oh god, it's so creepy. And then the It's the, like, like the uh It's like the the SpongeBob. I was just the, thinking the about grandmother. the chocolate, yeah. <laughs> it's very similar to that. But then with yeah. the the light swinging back and forth. Yep. It's just like it's just scary, you guys. <laughs> Yeah, and she has a blood-curdling scream. Does it peak the audio? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it did. I feel like I would have noticed it if it did. <laughs> good, good job, Hitchcock. Which Making sure your sound guy's on his... <laughs> which movie really peaked the audio? Uh, All About Eve definitely did when uh, Eve no, like, there throws was like herself a... on the bed. Yeah. And then, and then there was this... There's definitely one. Oh, oh, it, again, The Graduate. Why do we keep forgetting about The Graduate? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because that's when I was watching it with Tycho and he left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, he, like, uh, left the room. He was like, I am done with this. When the the girl screams in his, like... When Elaine screams, yeah. When Elaine screams in his, like... Apartment uh, thing. Attic apartment. Yeah. It looks like he's in an attic there. I yeah. don't think I mentioned it on that episode. It does. Yeah, oh, yeah, one like thing it. that yeah, one thing that um is kind of points to the fact that he is doing a voice for his mother, mm-hmm. like he's actually saying the words, is they never talk over each other. Oh, that's interesting. Because they can't. But do any of them talk over each other? Because that wasn't really like Yeah, I guess they didn't. Everything was pretty scripted. A thing. I've been watching um Parenthood. Have you ever seen no, Parenthood, the TV show, mm-hmm. and one of the things I'm rewatching it. One of the things is like all the characters like scream over each other, like they get into fights a lot, like arguments, and they like yell over each other. But it feels like none of the, like, like if you were to separate them screaming over each other, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, and they're just like yelling, and it happens all the time. Like it's very much like a stylistic part of the show, hmm. and now it's making me laugh so hard because if you actually like focus in on like just what one of them, so, like mm-hmm. if you try to focus on what each one of them is saying, you're like they're not fighting about anything. Does it when you zoom out of the conversation and and like listen to the the thing as a whole? Does it sound realistic though? Kind of, but in a way that, like, I feel like there's no, when you are fighting with someone like that, there is no logic. Sure. You know, like, if you're screaming at someone. Yeah. And they're screaming back, like, you both probably aren't on the same page. And you're bringing up every. Yeah, you're just out of nowhere. You're like, and when I was five. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Um, Yeah, so in that way, it's, like, realistic, I think. Okay. 
but so, they'll get into so the fights. effect the effect that they're trying to make works but when you like... it does but it happens like every episode <laughs> oh <laughs> like it's just like a form of the show they like talk over each other which hmm. i don't dislike but they do it like in an extreme way i think had uh did you see uncut gems no uh, too scary <laughs> what Adam Sandler in a serious role. Ah. I said too scary. <laughs> you know why I didn't see it? I think it's because of you. I think you told me that it was really anxiety inducing. Oh, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And I decided I was, I think I will see it, but I wasn't going to see it in the theater. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. So now maybe I'll watch it, but also I still haven't watched Batman Begins. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first 20 minutes and I was like, this sucks. When he's a kid? Yeah. I was like, why is he, where is he? Like, Mongolia? Why is he here? I don't oh, care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I texted Hogan about it. And then he texted me re- when the Eternal Sunshine episode came out and said, this podcast episode is longer than Batman Begins and I'm really mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So I guess I'll watch it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. But uh, Uncut Gems does that really well of, like, talking over each other. okay to the end the effect they're trying to uh create the safety brothers who directed it Mm -hmm. uh is chaos like they're trying to okay like this adam sandler's character his life is just so chaotic and he runs this jewelry store and one of the first scenes in the movie is these like uh this nba basketball player playing himself like the actual guy plays himself comes into the store with like his group like his friends and they're all just like talking at the same time like looking at diamonds and like trying to buy stuff and like it's just so chaotic and they're all talking over each other and it's and the music is chaotic too it's pretty crazy speaking of music i think like the score of this is one of the best parts of it yeah it's awesome i think it's like a master class in scoring a film like it's insane how much it works yeah and how well it works. And I think the only score better than it is um, The Social Network. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect score. <laughs> who did uh, Psycho again? Bernard Herrmann, who did most of Hitchcock's. Oh, okay. Okay. And yeah. then and then who did uh, Social Network? Um, Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor. I know Trent Reznor. I know that name. Yeah, he's done a few. And you things. can, I'm pretty sure you can, and, and you can quote me on this, I think you can trust anyone whose name is Atticus. There we disagree. I think someone named Atticus probably, like, <laughs> drinks milk. And, <laughs> and you should stay far, far away. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the music is pretty, pretty insane. I mean, even, like, taking out the re, re, re. But, like, the central theme, even when she's, like, stealing the, mm-hmm. um, the, like, doo-doo, I can't even, I, it's, like, playing in my head, but I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, and when she's driving. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's really tense. It's tense, but whimsical. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost, sometimes it reminded me of Twilight Zone, for some reason. Yeah, I get that. Maybe just the orchestration, you know, the instruments they were using and stuff like that. But. Yeah. Yeah, definitely an eerie vibe. Oh, I wrote, there's a really funny part where Sam is talking to Lila and she wants to go to Bates uh, Motel after they can't get a hold of, or no, after Actress calls them. Mm-hmm. And he goes, stay here. And she goes, why? And he goes, I don't know. And then <laughs> yeah. he, he like pauses and then explains what it was and like, then he's got such a, a, he, 
He has an explanation, but it's such a funny like, excuse. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I would love a like sequel to this movie, but it's just Sam's wife's perspective. Oh, Psycho one and a half. Yes. Oh my God, we've come full circle. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, the we didn't we haven't talked about his room in speaking the of house. Lila. Yeah, Lila goes searching around the house for Mrs. Uh, oh yeah, Bates. yeah. And um, guy, I I just thought of a joke, and it's really bad, Courtney. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. You know how in the shot for shot remake of Psycho, starring Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. He masturbates to uh I already don't like where this is going. Marion. Yeah. And how he's an unmarried male. Mm-hmm. So instead of Mr., he would be master. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd be um masturbates. <laughs> yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> um i'd like to formally apologize (laughs) i like how much that made you laugh (laughs) oh god anyway (laughs) his room is uh full of toys and shit a rocking chair it's meant for a child um, but then he's got, so this is what I wrote down, which reminded me, um, he's got a record player and, uh, she goes over to it and there's a very long cut of her. It's just like a looking at what record is on the, on the, on the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, I wrote it down. It's Beethoven's symphony, uh, number three in E flat major opera, operetta 55. And then in quotes, Eroica, E-R-O-I-C-A. And I was like, is that Eureka? And so I looked up, how do you spell Eureka? Definitely not how you spell er- Eroica. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I I was like, there's got to be some meaning to this. But you know what I didn't do is uh, look it up, research any further. Oh, okay. So Well, then I guess we'll never know. Yeah. That'd be funny if she just started looking through all his records like, oh, he has terrible taste. Like, she just, forgets why <laughs> she she's just starts judging him. Yeah, she just starts looking through all the stuff. That actually made me think of that episode of 30 Rock where Kenneth, I don't remember any of the setup, but there's just a scene he's talking to a skeleton with a wig and like a shawl on. <laughs> and he's calling it mother and all this stuff. And then you hear it respond. Like we hear yeah. like his mom's voice. And we really see he's just on the phone with her. Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and she goes, don't tell me you're talking to that skeleton again. <laughs> he's like, no. <laughs> How do they get away? Sam comes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the in the fruit cellar. So she's down in the fruit cellar. She turns. She spin. <laughs> she whips that chair around. It's got a skeleton in it. She screams. She doesn't peek the audio. And then... Uh, Norman, Norman is standing, but he he doesn't do the thing he did with uh, uh, Alcatraz. He he stands there for a second. Which I think again is like scary. To, yeah. Like, like again, like it's all these like little things that just like it's slightly like like the shower curtain. I think the way he appears is the scariest. I guess is what I'm realizing because like the shower curtain, like that's scary. Him like coming from 
Mm-hmm. The, oh, the left. <laughs> and then him just like being there when she turns around is also really scary. Like, oh. Yeah. I also thought of another joke. Uh, you said uh, he comes from the left and that's scary. Well, at least he doesn't come from the Dems. You know what I mean? Democrats. Boo. All right. No, I get it. We We made that joke. Not that joke, but I tried. Um, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go really dirty, and then you did. No, it. no, 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 no. Uh, I, <laughs> I already made that joke. <laughs> so yeah, he just stands there, and he's got the knife, and he's wearing the robe, and he's got the wig on, and he's smiling, like really smiling, <laughs> like. And I don't think he smiles, maybe ever in this uh, movie. Otherwise, he smiles at the end. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. Well, but before, and speaking I mean, of sorry of the end, the last line of the movie is like it's the mom talking. Mm-hmm. And then they close up, and the mom basically being like, I'm going to make sure they, they would never believe that I would kill anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it closes up on a fly. It's like, I'm not even going to swat this fly away. Yeah. And then it says, like, why she wouldn't even hurt a fly. And then he smiles, and then that's the last line of the movie. Yeah. And it is so creepy. Yeah. But yeah, Sam Sam takes him down. It's a, a real drawn-out fight, but... uh. Yeah, they like struggle over the knife for for a sec. Yeah, but I feel like it was pretty realistic. Yeah, I think so. And then it kind of cuts to the psychiatrist scene, pretty much. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. So you 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 thought the VO was okay in this one? Yeah, I thought the VO at the end because it was like his thoughts. Like if it if the movie would have started out with like Norman, like making the beds at the motel and we would have heard his mother's voice being like that's my son norman <laughs> yeah. i would have been like no thanks sure but yeah. at the end I, I thought was i thought that was interesting and it's not i guess it's not no i guess it kind of is but i was gonna say it doesn't like it's not like your typical vo of like someone wrapping up the the story for you yeah it's much creepier and i think it leaves yeah. like much a and it's leaves not... like a lot of things open-ended if she, uh, if the mother couldn't, or goddamn it, if Norman couldn't actually do the voice, like if that actor couldn't, if he wasn't actually the one doing the voice, then it would have been weird for him to like actually talk. And, yeah. Like, see oh, his that would have been moving. really weird. Yeah. So, I think that was kind of like the only way way to go. Yeah, I like that. But should we do reviews? Yeah. Okay, so I had such a hard time finding reviews because there was, like, no negative ones. Courtney, it's rotten reviews. Oh, my God. We're so stupid. It's been there the whole time. (laughs) Just delete one word. Oh, my God. Welcome to our segment, Rotten Reviews. Rotten Reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes could sponsor the the podcast. Anyone could sponsor the podcast. Literally anyone. We'd be happy. Um, we've already given out so much free pe- press for <laughs> rotten tomatoes for the for rotten tomatoes. These mics, yeah, thanks. Mi- <laughs> microphones in general, <laughs> thanks and and um. Oh yeah, thanks. Right. Speaks is that what the other one was? Anyway, rot- so let's let, let's let's do some rotten reviews. Some rotten reviews. But like I was saying, um. I could barely find any like negative ones like they were all five stars and even some of the ones that I would see that would be like two stars it would be like this movie is great and then it'd be like two stars and I was like what are we doing (laughs) um but here's one from Marshall L 
from 2015. So that's how far back I had to go. Okay. Shock ending aside, Hitchcock has has been better. Even homages to Hitchcock have more verve than this piece of tabloid trash. Oh my god, I just burped. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Everyone knows the plot. Marion Crane steals a business over a slush fund and sets off across the country with the money. When she gets sleepy and decides to stop off at that sleepy little inn off the highway, the problem... Off the highway, okay? The problem with this movie is that it's a slasher film masquerading as high art. If you want a visual style and depth, rent Vertigo or find a DVD of Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Two stars. So most of that was just describing the, the movie. Yeah. Um, and also not describing it well, I would say. Yeah, he said sleepy um, twice in the same sentence. Yeah, which is they're, really uh, tripped me up. They're six words apart. Seven. I would also say, though, like, Vertigo is my favorite Hitchcock movie. This is probably second. Never seen it. Well, it's that's a big one. <laughs> that movie's like, um, that movie blew my mind for so I thought. <laughs> um, so get ready. All right. But it's so different from this. Yeah. Like, this is one of the Hitchcock movies that I think you could actually describe as horror. Like, Vertigo is like a suspense thriller, like, mindfuck. Hmm. This is like, this is probably the goriest of Hitchcock's movies. Like, sure. Yeah. This this would be like a slasher film. It, like, I feel like you can't, you almost can't compare the two, I guess yeah. is my point. <laughs> it's like, yeah, those are for two different events, man. Those are two different moods. Yeah. More verve. That's a, that's a new. I, is it supposed to be nerve, do you think? No, I think verve is a real word. I don't know. Uh, I think it's just another, it's, it's like vacuous. It's one of those. <laughs> they just want to sound smart. They just want to sound and smart. Then, and then he ruins it by saying sleepy twice in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and who describes an inn as sleepy? Also, it's a motel. That's true. Yeah, a sleepy little inn. This is like, it's describing it as like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> what is Alfred Hitchcock Presents? Is that a... Oh, that's a TV show. No. Oh. No, that was Alfred Hitchcock's TV show. That was almost like a Twilight Zone type thing. Anthology stories? Yeah. <gasps> like episode to episode, different story? Yeah. It's really, it's like the one I, I've seen like a few of them from that class and it, they're, they're very like mind fucky and like trippy. Oh my God. I want to watch that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right now. <laughs> all right. I'm, and all cut. Right. I'm gonna, <laughs> all right. Bye. See ya. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to have to look that up. I never yeah. knew those existed. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So this one's from November 29th. No. 2013 that's how far back i had to go <laughs> okay big fan of janet lee but the well-known plot doesn't impress me would would love some stationery with the bates motel on the letterhead to make all of my friends jealous though two stars i feel <laughs> <laughs> i feel like the the big fan of janet lee is more like she's hot <laughs> like he's not he's not a fan of her acting yeah i was gonna be like name one other thing she's been in <laughs> <laughs> all right also i would love some bates motel stationery though i yeah i was gonna say uh, so would i i just think that's a weird thing to write on Rotten Tomatoes. well it's like he's digging i don't like, i don't like this movie but would love some stationery well, i think he's being a jokester there though i think he's being i don't think so i think he would love some stationery to make all my friends jealous I think that's what yeah that he did. had like I don't think that's a joke. Uh, I think it's a joke. 
All right. Well, I'll agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. Here is the original review from The Hollywood Reporter. Oh, boy. I've been, these are fun. I've been able to find a few of these. Okay. The great filmic talents of Alfred Hitchcock, his superb artistry, technical mastery, skill, and planning are very much in evidence in Psycho. His new Paramount release, which opened here yesterday in a special engagement prior to its general release in August... This is a first-rate mystery thriller, full of visual shocks and surprises, which are heightened by the melodramatic realism of the production. It is certain to be one of the big grocers of the summer. Paramount won't let anyone enter theaters where Psycho is playing after the picture start and starts, and no one will want to leave before it's over. Good that was the you. other yeah. thing, is that this, <laughs> this movie, they wouldn't let people enter after the movie had started, because, like... Hitchcock didn't want them to. Okay. Like he wanted them to get the full experience, which is not like a normal thing. Right. A lot of these, so uh, what I've noticed over these uh, 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, happy half a year, by the way. Thank you. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. It feels like a lifetime ago and. and just... It feels like two weeks ago, and I can't believe that like I'm still not doing anything with my life because of COVID. <laughs> It, anyway. Yeah, it feels like two weeks and a lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, so, all these all these film critics, especially the old ones, they always say something like, with the good ones, they always say like, uh, this this movie is certain to be one of the big grocers of the summer, or like they say like this yeah. movie is gonna make a lot of money. And I'm like, bro, why would you, why jinx would you it? run that risk or or jinx it? Yeah, like someone's gonna like say you're wrong and it doesn't make like it flops monetarily right what why would you do that to yourself also like it was coming out in august and he was like big grocer of the summer (laughs) it's like it's pretty ambitious yeah (laughs) all right (laughs) all right how many oscars would you give it oh god (laughs) Um, I wish people, this is why we should do this on Twitch, because I feel like this episode in particular, we've had a lot of interesting facial expressions <laughs> and, like, movements Sure, that people are really missing out on. Yeah. We'd get live feedback, though, and I don't know. If no, I can't handle that. Yeah, no, thank you. Unless it's positive, then I'm all about it. Right. It, instant gratification. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I give, I, I feel like I give these movies such high ratings. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't, I can't, I don't know. I wouldn't change anything, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Pro- probably a nine. All right. Yeah. It, you know, nothing else to say about it? I, yeah, I would, I don't know. If, like, the things I would change would be modernizations. You know what I mean? Like, right, and I feel like you can't judge it off of that. Right, so, like. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I, I love this movie. I think this is the again. This is the only horror movie I will watch. <laughs> um, I think it's really smart. I think it's well written. It's it is like it is one of the things that made me like want to be a film major because I just thought it was so cool. And like, I just remember writing a paper about it and being like, I could write a hundred pages on this. <laughs> and yeah, and it solidified me as like a like a film nerd. I think. So that, that's one uh, thing we didn't really talk about uh what's what's your history with this movie did you was the first time you in watched the it in middle college? of my review you're asking me this yeah 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 <sighs> Yeah, i told you that i watched it freshman year okay but that was the first time that was the first time okay okay okay, okay. sorry 
May I go on? <laughs> are, you, are you done? I am. I am. Okay. Sorry. No, I, um, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. I think this movie, like, is fun to watch. It's still scary. And just when you think about what it did for, like, film in general, it's pff, amazing. Hollywood's bad boy, Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> the bad boy of Hollywood. Although, literally, he was like a misogynist and asshole. To... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he would have gotten me too'd hard. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. What a, what a flick. I bought it. So I so did, too. I'll have it forever. It was, it was for sale on YouTube. Oh, rip. I bought it on Apple or, like, itunes because i didn't know are you signed up for movies anywhere what do you mean okay so psa there is a service slash app called movies anywhere and you sign up you like make an account and then you link all of your other accounts where you buy movies so itunes youtube okay amazon prime uh there's a bunch of them right you can link all your accounts together and once they're linked any movie that is eligible which there's only a couple uh production companies like paramount uh lionsgate there they don't participate in this thing but most movies will just sync over so that's cool so if you bought it on youtube you own it on itunes and and amazon prime and everywhere so but for me personally when i when I don't know if it's gonna sink or if I don't know or if I do know that it's not gonna sink, I buy it on iTunes because that's like where my primary collection of digital movies is. Fascinating. But yeah, like I've bought a couple movies on YouTube because they were easy or like you buy them on one thing and then because YouTube has like Chromecast stuff, you can Chromecast it. Like, if I bought it on iTunes and only had it on iTunes, I couldn't Chromecast it because Apple and Google don't want to play nice. But, yeah. Fun. PSA. Uh, So, uh, movie next week. What are we we doing? We're doing election. Oh, boy. I think we might be recording it on the night of the election. Really? Oh, yeah. It's a Tuesday. It'll be a Tuesday. Yeah, but we will see if our guest can do that. I think she can. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I know nothing about election. Um, me either. Our guest picked it. I've heard a lot about it. All I know is that Reese Witherspoon's in it. Okay. Sick. Uh, do we know when it's from? Is it more modern? Uh, 2000s, I think. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Very S- excited. See you next time. See, see, see on the, see on the flip. Happy flip Halloween. Side. Happy I already Halloween or happy? What is it? All Saints Day. I don't know. <laughs> the, fir- the f- November 1st is also technically a holiday. It's just. Oh, okay. It might be All Saints Day. That makes sense. Although I thought yeah. that was like December 1st. I don't know, dog. I don't know. November 1st is something and it has to do with like the good, the good spirits. <laughs> Halloween's about the bad spirits. It's daylight savings. <laughs> <laughs> really? Actually, I guess this is coming out November 2nd. Oh, okay. We really goofed. Oof. Love that one. <laughs> uh,. <laughs> I hate Halloween. I already have my Christmas tree up. <laughs> I hope you all had it had a good Halloween. 
mm-hmm. staying indoors and not giving covid to children passing your through door. candy yeah um dress up as the bubble boy for halloween so yes, that you can just jake like... john hall's bubble boy smart <laughs> i say venmo <laughs> any children in your life venmo their parents like two bucks and be like buy them a king size <laughs> now venmo the kid they've got venmo at this point venmo the kid because the parent they're not gonna they're gonna spend it on i don't know bills or some shit oh yeah okay <laughs> if that's if if your three-year-old nephew has venmo i guess <laughs> venmo them money for trick-or-treat anyway we'll see you next time go watch election oh do we know if it's streaming anywhere um, I think it's on HBO Max. Sick. I don't actually know. Should I look that? Guys, we'll tweet it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I think it's HBO Max. All right. And, and cut. Cut.